Welcome to the Pod of Anything, Episode 1, Why I Love the Genre Horror. Note that if you are a horror fan, I recommend listening at night to get the feel of it. If not, the daytime is good too. You know, I gotta be honest, I didn't really expect to, you know, go through with this podcast, but hey, here we go. Uh, Let's start with a simple introduction. I'm your host, Tamron Lewis. I'm from Youngstown, Ohio, 21 years old, and I'm a multi-talented artist. In the making, that is. Uh, Well, let's give a little backstory on that. Performing in middle and high school, whether it had been, you know, theater or vocal ensemble, it has given me a strength that I was too afraid to use when I was little, having a voice and speaking up. Well, ever since then, people have literally came up to me and complimented me on the fact that I have that radio talk slash commentator type voice, you know? I love it, but, you know... sort of makes me feel uncomfortable because once I let people in on that talent, they kind of put me on the spot with certain things that, you know, like, whoa. So, I mean, hey, at least, you know, it prepared me for this moment. So let's begin. When I was about five or six years old, maybe seven, I was introduced to horror movies by my mother who enjoyed them a lot. Still does. I like that I can sit and enjoy a simple hack and slash or monster movie, but it somehow haunts me in a way. I'll explain that in a minute. What got me started was, I believe, Child's Play 2. Because if I can remember correctly, there was a jump scare in the beginning with Chucky being formed out of wax and blood. As soon as that part showed up, my mom scared me so bad. Kind of like how, you know, Tom screams in Tom and Jerry. I'm not going to reenact that because (laughs) it's too loud. But um, that was only the icing on the cake. I soon started watching Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, and even Halloween. That's when the nightmares really began. It was almost really frequent, like, you know, attempting to build toys on a conveyor belt at like a very timely fashion at a job or something. Soon it went from nightmares about the individual killers to all of them in one whole dream, which was so nuts. I'll explain that one a little bit later, but um, let's continue. I really couldn't stop from these nightmares. Like, these nightmares would not go away at all. Like, it was so implanted in my head that sometimes I had thoughts of seeing others go through what I saw in those horror movies. And being young, that was real. That was, In a way, that was very traumatizing to me. And, it, and obviously, it's never a pretty sight to, you know, see that in the movie. But to imagine someone that you know or just some random person going through that you know, then you blink your eyes and they're just fine. It, it, it's honestly scary. But I mean, I, I I haven't had that for a while now. I mean, it'll pop up here and there. I'm trying to figure out, you know, what I could do for that. Honestly, it's probably the best to just stop watching horror stuff. But I just it's stuck to me. But um, those are those pale impar- those pale in comparison. <laughs> to um, the sleep paralysis episodes I have. And I'm sure everyone has had one. Not one person that I know has said that they haven't had one. But I have a couple stories for you guys, you know, based on sleep paralysis that I went through. I have way too many stories to count, but we're just going to go through these three. And some will be short, some will be very long, you know. So I just picked a couple short ones. Uh, The first one is called Scrappy. Now, this dates back maybe when I was maybe about five or six. Um, 
you know, my light was on in the room. I was asleep. Everything was fine. And then as soon as I, you know, transitioned to this dream room, I couldn't move. And honestly, I, I couldn't scream. I couldn't talk. But the lights were on. Everything in my room was normal, except for this life-size figure in my room. It was about as tall as I would have been at that time, about about a five or six-year-old, how tall he would have been or she would have been. And, you know, that, that really it really didn't bother me to think about that now until I really dove into the features that this figure had. So it, it was sort of like a flesh-colored doll-type figure who had stitched limbs and sort of like this wrinkly mouth. Like if you were like sucking on a lemon or something like that, like if you could picture someone's mouth after sucking on a lemon, that's what it looked like. His eyes were kind of bulging a bit, sort of like, uh, you know, those little stress squeezer things. And then he had this, he had pointy, but it was like everywhere type hair and it was black. And every time he would, he would come closer to me, to my bed side. And it was, it was terrifying. What made it weird was the fact that he would jump like maybe a foot or two towards my bed. And the room wasn't that big. I mean, it kind of was big being that I was like five or six, but you know, it, it still was real unnerving to go through. Um, but every time he jumped, he would say scrappy, scrappy. And I'm like, what is, what is this? (laughs) I don't know. But I, uh, I do have a E stories, a little story time on my YouTube channel, uh, explaining that story as well. And, you know, same thing as usual, but a little bit of laughs. So, you know, if you guys want to check that out, of course, I'll have the, uh, I will post this on Facebook and have the link to my YouTube channel as well. If you guys want to check that out as well, if you guys want to get the YouTube channel from me on here on Anchor, it's no problem at all. I can always give you the link for that. But it's just that's why dolls never really sat right with me. Especially ones that, you know, was portrayed to come to life in horror movies. Which is which is why I'm not so stuck on Chucky and stuff like that. Annabelle, that's not really my thing. I mean, it's a good concept of horror, I'll admit, but it's it's not for me. <laughs> Definitely not for me. But um, that's the first story. The second story is going to be called the Basketball Lion mascot. I I couldn't have picked a longer name for a shorter story. So this story. I was at my grandmother's house and this was pretty recent. I would say about two years ago. Um, I, you know, I just, I was sitting on her couch. I was a little tired. So I, you know, kicked back for a second and there I go, poof, off to sleep. It didn't hit me that I was in my sleep paralysis episode until I realized that I couldn't move, which is the usual indicator for that 
Now that that indicator wasn't too bad of a worry for me because I've had it before. Of course, I still get a little, you know, I, I get a little bit terrified from it, but I try to calm myself down throughout the dream and whatever, or at least what it seems to be until I see a realistically looking mascot of a lion on a basketball team. And I tried to do my research. I tried to look up different mascots of lions on basketball teams, and it looked nothing like any of the mascots that I found. And I mean, there's there's not that many lion mascots. There's a bunch, but not that many. And I tried to look every single one of them up. And the one I saw looked like a realistic, like if a lion, picture a live action Madagascar and you see, you know, Alex the lion, picture him, a realistic walking lion. Like picture that, picture a well, picture Alex the lion walking on two feet in New York City in real life. That That would be terrifying, honestly. It's worse than a lion being on all fours. So, and he had on this white and red basketball, basketball, like, you know, outfit, jersey, shorts. And it, and even though I was already frozen, I felt like I was frozen in fear anyway, due to the fact that he had a huge head and his eye was like big and it was looking directly at me. And I was freaking out. I couldn't say anything, but I was freaking out. And so after witnessing this, he then comes in closer and basically tries to bite my head off. Now, at that point, I already woke up from my sleep paralysis episode. And it was the look, I'm giving myself chills right now. Either that or it's real cold in here. <laughs> Ooh. But um, it, it was so terrifying to me. I just don't, I don't know. Like, picture that. Picture you're laying on your grandmother's couch. Then you're getting ready to go to sleep. You wake up, but you can't move or speak. Then you see this mascot lion looking directly at you with a huge eye. And then just eat you. That's just, it, it, it's, it's quick. It's random. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. But um, yeah, that, that never sat well with me. That's why I don't like mascots a lot. Even though I, I did at one point have a job where I had to, you know, dress up as mascots, but that was way before I had this episode. But let's, uh, let's move on to the uh, final story. Maybe I'll throw in another side story as well. Because I, I have a couple stories that I could probably give. Um, this one is called, let me see. This story is going to be called, I'm coming back for you. And you guys are already thinking like, why this title, you know? Well, there's a, there's a reason for this title. I was in the, let's say the last two previous living places that I was at. I was sleeping in my room, you know, picture a decent square sized room, 
picture the bed. You got the bed in like the far corner from the door, counter corner from the door, but like next to the wall. And then you had the TV across from the bed. My light was off. My TV was on, but it was like the, the blue like TV thing with the no signal. I just had it on that because I like if I can't watch TV while I'm trying to sleep, then I can at least have the light on because I my the my imagination is way, way too realistic to even grasp darkness or tolerate it at that matter. So I'm just sitting there laying down, you know, I close my eyes, go to sleep, and then it's almost like at the snap of a finger, just snap. I'm awake again. And I can't move, can't speak. What's going on? Everything is fine because I've been through this before. I've had it a bunch of times. No biggie. What made it different and made me realize, oh, no, something is wrong here. My TV was off when I was going through this. Mind you, I said that my TV was on earlier before I went to sleep. Now that I'm asleep, my TV is off. My room's dark. What is going on? My light, my, no, my door was open. It was open. I'm pretty sure. I hope. (laughs) It was open when I was awake and it should have been open when I was asleep. And so I, I end up feeling this, this bony hand caressing my head like 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 petting a dog on the head and it sent chills down my spine like it's doing right now and what made it so much worse was when there was a voice added to it and as you guys can probably already tell the voice said i'm coming back for you i'm sitting here like the Grim Reaper just came, visited me in my sleep, and said he's coming back for me. Obviously, I haven't had that since, but it scares me, honestly. It scares me. But it's exciting, but scary. I don't I don't know that I like horror. I like all types of horror, but it's the psychological horror that gets me. And I think sleep paralysis really hits that home. Like when it comes to psychological horror, it just messes with your head. You start seeing hallucinations, you know, you're trying to scream out for help, but you can't, you can't move. You can't defend yourself. It's, it's too much. It really messes with your mental. I don't know what that noise was. I don't know what that noise was. It sounded to y'all probably sounded like someone turned a light off, like in the next room or something. This is a very small apartment that I'm in. And let me tell you, there is no other room that no someone be would be turning a light on off in my Beyonce is asleep. Let's just hope that that was in some other area. <laughs> because now I'm on edge. And this has got me going nuts. So let's try to continue and see where we go from there. But yeah, sleep paralysis has, it, it's taken a toll on me in a way. 
and I just, I can't tolerate it anymore. So I try to do things to prevent that from happening, which in all reality, we never really know what prevents what. So you kind of just live day by day doing what you usually do. For me, living day by day is, you know, waking up, going to work, coming back home, maybe take a drive here and there, dance, play the game, sing. And I I have a sleeping problem. I, I stay up very late. Like, I think the most time, the latest time that I would go to sleep is probably like maybe three or four. And I'm sure people have been through that little state of mind where they just, they just feel like they can't go to sleep yet. Even though they're exhausted, their body is exhausted, their mind's exhausted. I've, I've, I've been going through this for a while now. And I don't know. It's, it's strange. I want to get more research done for it just to see how I can sort of be better. I keep hearing noises. I do not like that. Please don't do that again. <laughs> Please do not make those noises again. But yeah, it's, um, I could, I, I guess I could, you know, end the note off with maybe one more story. Let's make it a longer story this time. Uh, this story will be... Oof, got me thinking now. I, like I said, I have a lot of stories that I went through. There was this one time where I was in this dome. It was like a clear dome. And it was me and four different family members. And then... Across from us was like Chucky, Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees, Freddy Krueger, just like all the main killers that you would see in horror movies. And we were fighting them, sort of like a Power Rangers type fight, you know? And it was weird because of all people, Chucky comes after me. Freaking hate dolls. He comes after me, try to, he, he, Listen, Dream Chucky is strong. He grabs my foot, lifts that mug up in the air, tries to stab it. Luckily, I get full control of it and just move it out the way and kick him. But like, I I felt like that I was going to be gone the minute he hit my foot with that knife. That was, mm-mm, nope. Uh, that, ain't, that ain't for me. <sighs> As you guys can tell, I'm probably tired. But, um, I want to keep you guys entertained. I really want to do. I really want to keep you guys entertained for this. Uh, let's see what other stories I have going. Oh, yeah. The same house as Scrappy. Um, it was Bowser this time from Super Mario Brothers. And the hallway light wasn't on. But like my parents' room next door to my room, their light was on. And it was just that light just beaming out into the hallway. And then my room, it wasn't pitch black, but it was enough to where you could see stuff. I fall asleep. I see Bowser standing in my doorway and all of a sudden just charges me, stops at my bedside. 
And as soon as he stops, he it's like maybe two seconds that he stands there looking at me, at least a, two, a good two long seconds. And just, just no. <laughs> then he just disappears. And I'm like, why do I keep having all these nightmares? Like, this is not normal for a kid my age to have all these nightmares. And if, if any anybody, like, you know, has some research on on that stuff and it's probably the obvious because i was watching horror movies all my life literally all my life that's why i'm so stuck on it now it is too much uh, but it's i don't know i don't know i really cannot grasp the i can't grasp the reality of it it's it's a lot that's why it's too much for me right now especially now with you know me living as an adult i gotta get over that and it's hard to get over things like that like i'm sure everyone has had that horror movie as to where you know you were very traumatized from and I didn't, that was, Child's Play 2 was probably the one that did it for me. It got me started with horror movies and it traumatized me to the core. And it didn't help, Mom, that you scared me. <laughs> it didn't help, but hey, at least we got something in common. We love horror movies. So, oh, and I really, I really love playing horror video games as well. So I'll definitely, you know, be putting some more horror games up on my YouTube channel as well. Like I said, I'll have the description when I start posting this once it's out. So, you know, I'll be sure to do that for you guys so you can, you know, check out my content on YouTube and even share my podcast here. And, you know, yeah, it's pretty much all I can give you guys for now until I, you know, have a better sense of what I can do to bring more to the table. I'm sure it was a little dry for you guys today, but I do apologize for that. And we'll see where more comes from it. But we will see you guys next time. Thank you so much for joining the podcast, the pod of anything. First episode, why I love the genre horror. Thank you guys so much for listening. You know, share it with your friends. You know, get those listeners up over here on Anchor. We'll see where we can go from there next. All right. Goodbye. And good night.